Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Kane joining us, uh, and we are now joined by Dr. Brad Teague as well. I miss Wes. Do you? Yeah, I miss Wes. He'll be up here a lot, I'm sure. This he fall. suffers through us every football season, but I'm so, so glad to see Chris. Yes, I mean Chris is UCA through and through. Thank he you. Is. Look at him. Thank you. Look yeah. at all the purple it's it's moderately pre- this is what i awarded i wasn't yeah. expecting to come up you look here. like you're going to a little rock christian game actually you got is that with blue the, and uh, green blue yeah. and green's an odd combination but so are my parents you know i i, I wore wow. this this morning and i'm not gonna i'm not kidding <laughs> admit it I, I looked at my wife and i go does this work because i don't know anything about sure. fashion and i just said does this work and she looked she goes yeah that's fine now she just woke up you so. look nice and she had her eyes closed it's so probably she, yeah she, she's probably she picks this clothes up by feel yeah it's, it's of course she is just <laughs> getting like, used to seeing you in the morning anyway that's true yeah no this was this is totally new to her not yeah. not how, how to share. is it sleeping in it's it's life-changing yes. yeah yeah no yeah. i didn't know it existed it's like the truman show i walked through the door i looked on the other side and i thought this whole world behind me was real and i was like oh no it, there's it so is, much more it <laughs> is interesting walk, talking to chris and talking to allison courtney now too wes's wife and uh it's like they're completely different people can you imagine yeah you're not yeah. getting up to go to work in the morning you're getting up in the middle of the night Ugh. to go do tv you wake up at 2 30 well just think how much better he'll be on saturday oh i know sharp with as you a tool. i mean the broadcast is gonna be incredible i didn't even think he could be any better yeah and yet here we are <laughs> ready so what do you think my new kicks are doc uh oh my goodness i'm walking through a nike store in des moines uh, iowa of all places and i was like i gotta have to have those don't let natalie shock see those she'll take them okay <laughs> She's got a, shoe, got a pretty small feet. She, she have little feet. She could probably wear these. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the upcoming season. Everyone wants to know about this conference thing. So what is the deal? What's the deal with the UAC? Yeah. And UCA in the UAC. And ACU in yeah. the UAC. Right. And and playing here. Yes. Yeah. ACU, UCA, and the UAC. So, you know, three years ago we did the the A Sun Whack Challenge. Well, this is the same thing. We just decided to brand it as one conference it's a single sport football only conference called the united athletic conference and uh because we see ourselves being together for the long term we decided hey instead of bridging a gap anymore this is this will be our conference let's let's embrace that and and find a name and a brand did anybody suggest throwing out ufc the united football conference to try to create a lawsuit yes. for the attention <laughs> we, we talked a lot about we had a lot of uh a lot of stakeholders involved, a, a lot of brainstorming, a lot of voting, and we had copyright attorneys in the room, and they talked a lot about just the name United could be an issue because there's so many things that have United, uh, speaking of airlines and other oh, things. Wow. So uh, the, the other uh, uh, choices that were less desirable uh, also, the attorney said, would be easier to get through copyright attorneys. So at the end of the day, we just said we we like uh, being united. We think it speaks to who we are, uh, like-minded institutions, and the UAC bore out as, as the best choice, and, and I think it's great. Yeah, and if you call it the kind of on-the-same-page athletic conference, it doesn't really flow, does it? <laughs> Not really. Or bridge no, the gap. No, it doesn't give a lot of confidence out there nationally either, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, so, listen, there's still talk about – the move to the FBS, and we're focused on the upcoming season. There are a lot of exciting things happening with this football program for the upcoming season, but just long-term-wise, that's still in the cards? Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. We, we are evaluating. Of course, the NCAA has gone through a, a big change the last couple of years and then enacted a transformation committee, 
and the Transformation Committee has giving, given their um, suggestions to the NCAA board. And uh, there are a lot of changes coming, and, and which include, that's all of Division One, but it also includes if you want to also be in the FBS, there are some new requirements. The, the one that went away was the 15,000 mm-hmm. seating requirement or attendance requirement average over a two-year rolling period. That's gone, which helps folks that have stadiums less than Kennesaw State. You know, yeah. we, we were there last we, year. We talked right. about it yesterday. We were like, how in the world is this going to work? But yeah. getting rid of that provision. Seat 7,500, yeah. have 2,800. <laughs> they had more yeah. of their basketball game, I think, than they did at their yeah. football game we were there last year. No, no doubt about it. The, the point there was because we're asking all these schools to figure out how they can sell 15,000 tickets, and many were not in the FBS. And so they were giving deals and putting – tickets in Kroger bags and you know and they were showing those as sales and they were putting a lot of efforts and money into tickets that weren't selling mm-hmm. foundations were buying blocks of tickets just to make it reach 15,000 in the NCAA this transformation committee which was composed of athletic directors SWAs and conference commissioners and others they were like that's not a good place to be spending the money. Let's spend that money on student athletes, on their well-being. And so that's why this transformation group said, let's get away with that, uh, do away with that, and let's start using that money to help these student athletes. Uh, but there are also other provisions in the new rules about being FBS, which are, which are uh, rules that we need to study and figure out what's best for us moving forward. But it's certainly something that we have our eye on. Uh, many of the members of the UAC also have their eye on it. And uh, we'll see what happens. What's the business model for moving up? I mean, how does that work? I mean, what's the money involved, and how does it benefit you guys? And do you can you sign TV contracts now automatically because you're an FBS program instead of a, a conference instead of FCS? There's a lo- lot of, of those questions that need to be answered, uh, Justin. And, you know, the biggest one is just because we, you know, originally before these new transformation rules came out, we said all ten of our UAC members are, are we we want to elevate to the FBS. We would be the eleventh FBS conference. Just football only. So that would be the first football only FBS conference. Mm. And so, of course, the NCAA said, oh, hold on now. We, we can't, you know, that's something new. We can't do that. Uh, but the big question we had was, would we get a piece of the uh, college football playoff pie, mm. CFP pie? And we assumed the answer would be no initially, but we hoped that we could work into that because that's a significant funding source. Uh, we still don't know the answer to that. Right. Right. But okay. We do know that the NCA says no. As a single sport, we're not ready to approve that coming into the FBS. And now these new transformation rules um, are, are a little more of a deterrent uh, for many schools wanting to transition from FCS to FBS. So we, we've really got to wait and see what is what the board actually ratifies. And these are all, again, just currently uh, suggestions to the board. And once they rat- ratify it, uh, then we've got to figure out, can we achieve you know these new rules? We're talking to Dr. Brad Tiggy. If you're just tuning in here, we are at uh, Media Day for Central Arkansas football. So what about the UAC at the FCS level do you like? What 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 is good about the branding in this, this conference as far as the teams that are participating? Yeah, there's some great football schools. And, of course, many that we have played in the past in the Southland Conference, a lot of those uh, Texas schools left the Southland Conference, went to the WAC. And, again, two years ago we had the – the ASUN WAC Challenge, uh, now it's just formally called the UAC, and it's just brands that our fans know. We are now in the center, football-wise, geographically, of the conference, which is nice. Yes. Uh, very nice because we were always the outlier in the Southland Conference. So we're able to uh, get to these other institutions 
typically by bus, which helps helps the budget. So um, I, I, I like the folks that we're playing against and competing against. I, I like those institutions. Uh, they're good football programs, so it's always going to be competitive and it's always going to be a, a fan-friendly environment, so it's exciting to be a part of the UAC. So for fans this year, again, the con- the uh, the games are very intriguing as far as some of the road opportunities. Oklahoma State down the road, not far in Stillwater with the opener. North Dakota State and Fargo, and for those who've never had the experience, and we really haven't either, even though the Bears yeah. played up there a couple years ago. But this will be obviously COVID-free and with a full fan base in attendance. And then Southern Utah and Cedar City, Utah, just a unique environment to go to. And then Austin P and North Alabama, a couple places that fans around here know well. Um, what are going to be the opportunities for you guys? Like, what kinds of tickets opportunities? Are you guys doing any kind of fan collection of travel together for any of these trips? Yeah, no, that's that's that's. You make some really good points. I mean, North Dakota State's not easy to get to to Fargo, but it, it's absolutely a destination that everybody who loves college football they need to attend. And so that you couldn't have a better opportunity than watching your Bears up in Fargo play. And of course, this is the second of three game contract we have against them. They're coming to Conway, Arkansas, in a couple of years, so it'd be fun to have. The, the big uh, football program coming here uh, to play. Uh, you know, we have six home games, which we're excited about. We haven't had six in a long time, and we, we do not – once we play these road games in September, we only leave again twice the rest of the schedule. So we wow. have a lot of home games October, November, which I think is really good for our program. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it gives us, um, a, a, you know, a nice opportunity to do well on, on that second half of the season. Uh, Southern Utah is in the mountains in Utah, Cedar City. I think it would be a beautiful place to visit. Uh, we do not have any official group travel planned, but we certainly can assist any anyone who's interested in, in going to these games uh, with tickets and uh, with travel plans and places to stay, and, and so we're ready to do that. We have six home games, so we do have some tra- some home game packages on our website that we announced uh, recently that I think our, our ticket manager, Garrett Rimmer, has done a great job in developing these. Certainly, we, we want you to buy six tickets, you know, the season package, uh, but if that doesn't work for you, he's got several options for um, non-conference or conference or some other opportunities. If you just want to do homecoming and, and Hall of Fame weekend, then you can pick those packages as well. So some some really good flexibility. Yeah, season six games, GA, 90 bucks for the year. Yeah, I mean, lower reserves, cheap. 150 a ticket. I mean, there's some. this is about as good a value for the level of football you're going to get. There's four-game package, three-game package, two-game package, so all kinds of different options there. Uh, com. That's it. Very good. Um, real quick before we let you go, other sports. I know you're excited about volleyball, soccer, everything else going on in the fall. Yeah, we've got we've got a great fall lineup. Men's and women's soccer, volleyball, uh, cross country. We, we've really got some some great sports, and they're all going to be extremely competitive and should compete for conference titles. So that's that's exciting. And uh, as we roll into basketball and then spring sports, I'm, I really can't think of a sport any of our 19 sports this year that don't have an opportunity to do very very well. So that's that's exciting leading into the year. No doubt. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited about football. Cannot wait. Good. Well, and we got great teams coming here to the Stripes, too. I mean, lost in a close one last year, Southeast Missouri. Yeah. I'm coming in. That's a good team. Um, you know, Stephen F. Austin, we know how talented they are, and they had a great win down there last year. You know, Tarleton, that was a new team for us last year, and that was at the end of the season. Yeah. You know, some injury issues, obviously. Injuries. Yeah. Um, but then you get Eastern, which has been this thorn in our side. 
for the last several years, it's always it feels like the the games we've lost to them have always been the last, literally the last second, you know, into the game. And getting them here on the stripes is is great. I can't wait to uh, you know put a. Well, there's several on the schedule that we owe. Yes, that are coming to our place. Yes. So I like that. And I'll tell you what, you know, underrated town, and we didn't really stay long in it when we went there a couple of years ago. But downtown Clarksville, as far as road games go, mm-hmm. I know it's at the end of the season. But for fans out there looking for, you know, a road matchup, Clarksville is actually kind of a cool place to go and check out. So, um, you know, underrated, I'd say, on the road trips. Southeast Missouri State, should be pointed out, too, is uh, picked to win the Big South OBCFB. Okay. Say yeah, that again. Speaking of clunky, <laughs> yeah. South OB, OBCFB preseason. Yeah. Uh, they should brand themselves as, as one yes. conference. Yes, they should. And non-regional. I like the that you don't, um, you know, put a, a region on mm-hmm. it. You know, like even – Whenever you put a region on it and you start pulling schools from others, it's like, what are we doing here? That's right. How are we going to do yeah, this? That, that was part of the, the point. Can't, can't do any northern schools in the Southland. A-Sun, then you're kind of limiting yourself. But UAC, it's anywhere. Coach Brown's here. We're going to talk to him next hour. We've also got uh, the All-American defensive lineman, David Walker, going to join us here. And uh, we will talk to him a little bit.